Talk Stats, powered by the Mato Media Net here on YouTube and presented by Jock Market, the daily fantasy app where you make money if you're sharp. So guess what? We're making money. Download the app for free. Use the promo code MMN. They're going to match the first 100 bucks for free. If it's free, it's for me. Welcome back, y'all. Man, are we excited for this second half or what came out the box flying should be no surprise doing the thing that we do me and you the quarks that's crew and it begins right here every day monday through friday Cork stats again, all the nuance and context you could possibly stomach till it's pouring out your ears on the fastest show in MLB absolutely anywhere. And you know you could take that one to the bank. Welcome aboard, all the new listeners. I see the viewer counts kind of clicking up, and we really do appreciate it. A lot of baseball shows are losing steam, and of course, we're doing the opposite. Again, we're coming off the break, and it was very important, right, to disconnect. I couldn't wait to get back. I was chirping at the bit, and it feels like a Taco Tuesday, but it's not. It's Freaky Friday. Yesterday was a bit wonky, but hey, we got paid nonetheless. Today is where we do the thing that we do, me and you, the Cork Stats crew, with your host, Big Johnny Stud at MLB Moving AVG on the Bird app. Yo, I am very excited about the upcoming second half. This show has been really a ridiculous amount of fun to not only put on, but then to kind of watch the subsequent butterfly effect, that ripple effect that you and I, that we've had on the market, right? If we've, we've identified those F5 edges, and then the market kind of pushed back. We shifted over to total base props. But as we see the tools, the implied totals in particular, really picking up steam in the general betting market and watching people take the algo scores and run with them, I really, that's what I love to see more than anyone else. I don't care about people tailing me or not. What I care about most, right, is that in-depth analysis and continuing to grow together. Let's get into it. The first pillar of profit, we're doing daily DFS and, of course, Jock Market, my favorite format right now because it's sharp. It's played around even. It's not all or none. Betting is all or none. DFS is generally all or none. Jock Market, a couple of smart plays can kind of float the entire portfolio, get you in the black for the night. And in fact, oftentimes... I'm playing around even. We hope to never get really smoked and then make big leaps every once in a while. Although, unfortunately, this last month of the last half, I got smoked on weather. And I think that would be the main thing that we really want to keep in mind in jock market. That's probably the main pitfall is getting hung up on weather. Prices were dropping. A game was in question. I really piled in and I lost like 500 bucks on rain cloud. These games are getting pulled early. Enough of that. More of this. Let's dive into it, man. We got the stack attacker. It's 722, baby. How do you like these graphics? are really bringing the heat. Again, stopping to thank Patty Mayo for allowing me to bring all this stuff to you. And then the producers out there like Maddie Best and all the other women and men at Mayo Media Net trying to, you know, bring you this all-encompassing premium content all for free, right? And if it's free, it's for us. Let's get into the first stack. You know, I got your backer. We're looking for the Brewers against Paisan, Antonio, Sensatella. It's been a rough go, to say the least. 495 ERA, 18 whip, 946 OPS. Yes, you heard that right. His deserved ERA north of 6. 12% K to only 5% walk. Yeah, 5% walk is pretty low. Not necessarily something we're attacking, but a 7% K minus walk 
is pairing with a 7% swinging strike rate. When those numbers are in the single digits, we know we're probably going to get the bat on the ball, 50% first strike rate, so Sensatella falls behind, a below average chase rate at 30, and then a well above average zone contact rate, right? So I don't want to just be thought of as throwing stats at you, but these are not just the stats that matter. I want to explain to you why, right? So he doesn't get strikeouts, he doesn't get whiffs, he doesn't get ahead, he's behind, so he has to come inside the zone where he doesn't win in the zone zone and then though he does give up a lot of ground balls that number at 45 percent the line drive rate above 28 that's one of the highest in the league so though the home run rate will be stuck below one which is okay he is a north of 380 expected woba on the year that is just terrible lefties and righties doing the thing 351 batting average 385 Woba, 880 OPS minimum, right? So really not so much of a split stack here. Everybody feasting against Senzatella. But in particular, I wanted to look at the usage here. And I think he's a pitcher that could really stand another pitch to add another pitch right here at Cork Stats. Again, I don't just talk about the nuance and the context. We really have to break out that kind of optometrist thing i really like to think of those click 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 better or worse click 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 better or worse click 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 better or worse and you go through this kind of you know procedure enough times be surprised how much better your vision will get so the fastball coming in 55 percent wait first first off that's way too high almost for any pitch short of like you know the corbin burns slider or something like that but it has a 514 expected slug at only 12 percent whiff again if you're new i'm gonna get become known as the triple slash guy again and i don't even like the original triple slash i just think three points when three points make a line they're congruent and i think there's a good way to expand on that right so we know the original triple slash ba obp slugging which again i don't really care for i don't use at all our triple slash that we use here we're looking at ba iso and ops because we are looking at daily play very individualized we're on base percentage and at bats count so ops in average matter but when we get to total base props iso is really the thing we want to be looking at walks do not count for total base plays that's probably the most popular question that i get about it so we're going to be looking at iso right and these things stem from power allowed right so again it's a though it's a lot of stats but hopefully these things work and that's where the triple slash comes in usage x slug whiff rate we're doing the best we can to describe a pitch in three simple steps the amount of times it's used x slug is the contact allowed but also the whiff rate is very important right so if it's high it's not just high it's high quality of contact allowed and a poor whiff rate so you can see how these things work right you can allow a lot of contact but you get a lot of whiffs meaning when you miss it's a it's a, a home run let's say but it doesn't happen often so that's why really diving in and breaking down these split granular pitch analyses is really i think at the fore of the edge of why we've done so well in particular with player props and stuff so again sensatella really struggling because the fastball but then the slider coming into 28 use so 28 and 55 that's 85 percent of your arsenal another 500 plus expected slug only 21 percent with one of the worst slider numbers you're going to see 330 expected ba minimum allowed across the arsenal so we're going to be looking at andrew mccutcheon who's looked excellent this past month when he's healthy he produces last 77 plate appearances against righties 56 hard hit 12 barrel here's our triple slash 314 243 934 right so the 314 batting average plays across all formats 243 iso is a 24.3 extra base rate and if we're hoping for four plate appearances against the righty we're hoping that'll get us two bases and i don't have that one circled right now the market is messing with us it's not out we really want to see lineups first so i i i, I do have a 
Total Base Prop posts a few later on. I was tempted to just put TBD. You're going to have to follow me on Twitter and on Patreon. But don't worry, there's no, you don't have to pay for nothing, man. We ain't paying for nothing. And if you appreciate that, again, there's a second Pat Mayo mention. He is the sole reason that we're able to do all this, right? No Pat, no tools, no me, no only whatever screaming at the computer. Nobody listening again, you know what I'm saying? Listen, these things all work together. One hand washes the other, which sounds like a pretty good time. If I've earned the cartoon finger, please rate, review, and subscribe to the audio-only pod after you've downloaded the Jock Market app, and then give us a thumbs up on the YouTube, man, that thing that my kids call it the red button, right? So give me a cartoon thumb on the red button, and if you ever stop me at the local fair and say that to me, I'll know you're one of the hardcore fans. So, all right, McCutcheon doing his thing with the heavy triple slash and four home runs in that span, and then also my boy Willie Adamas, probably my most owned player across all fantasy baseball formats. I could not have been screaming more about Adamas. Last 50 plate appearances against righties, 289, 289, 920, 17 barrel, 13 blast. Remember blast being the ideal subset of barrel. So we're looking for the Brewers against Sensatella. Then let's get up into it. Yes, it's the green and yellow, green and yellow, green and yellow. There's elephants balancing on beach balls. We got paid on the A's yesterday. And really, again, I, this is why I don't abandon the model after we had a losing half. For the, I mean, the first losing half I've ever had since I've gone public. But these things happen. I've also tried to take on other work and do production and stuff. So hopefully, now that all these things are more set in a you know, template-type fashion, more automated, I should say. Hopefully, you know, more time spent on the work, and then the outcomes will come. Again, I don't like to stress on the outcomes too much. But we did get paid on Oakland early, right? We had the over in the first game with Baez. We smashed both of those. And then we had Oakland to turn around and cover the run line, plus 145, and they won 5-0. So, again, you know, you look like a maniac when you're betting on Oakland, and then they go out and win, and you look pretty smart. So... I'm trying to trust the model. I'm trying to trust the, the process. We're talking 2,000-plus hours into this thing. No joke. All right. You're going up against Spencer Howard. People have liked him. I just can't get with it. 7 ERA, 174 whip, 990 OPS. Yes, but it's only 21 innings. But, but, I'd say, his career is a 694, 165 whip, two home runs per nine on the career. The velo is up a mile per hour this season. So, again, I'm not trying to... You know, miss frame. I'm trying to properly frame with all the pertinent data, right? But we know fastball velocity on its own doesn't stand alone because, again, what I mentioned before with Sensatelli, doesn't get the whiffs. So he is going to be vulnerable to missing because he falls behind and the extremely high zone contact rate. Howard is up at 93, pair it with a 13% barrel and plus 400x Woba. You could see why. Righties in particular, the vast majority of hitters, have a plus 1,200 OPS year-to-date. Now let's dive in why. Again, Howard is what I'm necessarily targeting bad pitchers, although you might think it, it seems that way. These are pitchers with flaws, right? So I know they, they, those two things sound like they might be the same, but it's not. I think Howard is actually a good pitcher. He's in need of another pitch. What are we talking about? Again, granular analysis. Think of the optometrist. Camera one, camera two. The four-seamer, 46 use. The cutter, 48 use. Those are both fastballs. Like 100% of your bin is fastball use. You can't do that. Each of those pitches have a 615 minimum X-lug, and each have allowed at least three home runs in the 21 innings. So it's been really rough until... I'm not trying to hear about the Howard skill and the Howard pedigree. I don't care about any of that. I'm looking at a bad fastball bin that's overly used and non-deceptive. When that changes, talk to me. So we're looking at the right-handed hitters... 
I shouldn't say. Oakland hitters that have done well against right-handed pitchers, right? Right-handed comma hitters, stupid B, is Sean Murphy. Last 40 plate appearances against righties, 314 average, 200 ISO, 866 OPS, 42 hard hit, 15 barrel against fastballs and cutters from righties on the year, right? So again, I want to make sure that we're not just looking, it's not just chasing recency. This is something that Murphy has as the underpinning of a profile. Again, when we're looking at individual pitches, you should try and go year to date, right? 15 barrel year to date against right-handed fastballs, right-handed cutters. He's going to see 90% of those get behind Murphy. Ray San Ramon, the bad guy, Uzo against those same pitch bins, right? 54 hard hit, 20% barrel plus 400 ex-woba and four shamalama ding-dongs for Laureano. Again, if you're looking at like the last 14, the last seven, you're going to say, oh my God, what do we want to do with this? Jock Peterson, perfect example. His last 14, his OPSs are in the trash. We identified the hyper usage fastball, the bad fastball, the thing he does well, he got the total base prop. Well, the San Francisco giant F5 didn't fare so well, of course. We hit on Oakland and lost on Carlos Rodon and Dems is the breaks. But you know, variance of baseball, that's baseball and all that good stuff that we're used to hearing. But again, I think this is the pathway to edge is really highlighting these underpinnings, right? And then lastly, Seth Brown, who is a right-handed fastball crusher, again against that bin, 57 hard hit, 17 barrel, OPS north of 1,000, 351 ISO. I think the batting average is like 200, but what does that mean? We could stop and backfill these guys in DFS, DraftKings, and the like. Again, I, I know I don't talk about it often. I do like to play DraftKings. I think now they're offering these winner-take-all formats, and I think that is how you do it. Again, I don't want to finish in 14th place for 37 cents. I don't care about that. I'd rather save on my risk more options to play. Again, I'm always kind of centered on sustainable play. All right, then let's go to the snakes, which shapes on their back. There's a bit of a caveat here. Every single indicator that I found said Patrick Corbin is pitching. Well, that in 275 would have got us on a bus yesterday. I was 0 for 2 on Yankee starters, but I could just do the best I can. So let's look for the snakes righties against Corbin, but again, we're waiting to make sure Corbin is pitching. 5-9 ERA, 1-7 whip, 8-70 OPS. His deserved ERA is up near 6. 10 swinging strike, 90 in zone contact, right? Again, so there's a pairing of statistics that are going to put men on base. When he has to come in the zone, what happens? 45 hard hit, double-digit barrel. He's a 455 expected Woba on contact. That is ridiculous. You don't often hear me quote that stat, but you can look at expected Woba on contact when you have an in-zone contact rate above 92, especially, I'd say over 90, but certainly then nearly two home runs per nine. Lefties and righties have a 309 minimum BA, 490 minimum slug, and right-handers have 14 of 17 home runs allowed, so we want to be focusing there. Right-handed hitters against the sinker, 570 X-slug against the fastball, 530 X-slug and 9 home runs. So give me Christian Johnny Walker, 90 plate appearances against lefties on the year, 293, 293, 987, so there's that 30% isolated slugging. These props are not out. These are the props I wanted to highlight. That was the reason for the TBD that I mentioned before. We'll get back into it in a little bit. 10 extra base hits on the year against lefties for Walker. 46 hard hit, 15 barrel, 465 expected Woba. Marte last 30 days, he's kind of come alive as of late. So sometimes I do like to look for that top sine wave. He's been eating lefties, 370 BA, 296 ISO, 1100 OPS. And then here's another one, a big reason for the TBD, Jordan Luplo. He was batting leadoff against lefties almost all season. 
that turned around on us, and he didn't, I think, the last time or two. The reason I mention that is because Jock Peterson had been batting second against righties. He got bumped back to fourth for Brandon Belt. So we do have to keep an eye on lineups. But again, the reason I mention it is, again, the market is not always on this stuff. They see Luplo, they think he stinks. If Jordan Luplo is batting first, the second that comes out, don't even ask. Hit that button. The prop market is not hip to split lineup placements at all so that's a good place for edge luplo killing lefties on the year 214 average that was another one like brown right 371 iso 891 ops 371 iso 450 expected wobble again those benchmarks that we're looking for and eight home runs so luplo really kind of a split guy lefty masher all right so that's the stack attack brewers oaktown and the Diamondbacks. All right, let's get up into some fantasy goodness, everybody. I know yesterday we kind of skipped over, but, you know, there's not much going on. All right, if you're unfamiliar, again, welcome aboard. Please rate, review, and subscribe because I think we're doing a pretty damn good job. If there's another show doing more than we do with less, please let me know. Good luck with that. Keep it up with the one-man band. Listen, man, keep it up with me. We'll keep you up at night, kid. And that's how we roll, man. Again, I can't control the ball. I don't control the bat, but I do control my work ethic. I do control my discipline. I do control the quality of the work and the consistency at which it's put out. And I think, again, the lessons I try and give that can be used outside of gambling that you'll find will help you make a more successful woman, man, father, mother, sister, brother of yourself. All right, let's get into it. We're going to dive through the advanced leaderboard. I have access to stats. Maybe not everyone does. I have access to time sort them. Not everyone does. And again, this is not the raw leaderboard for the audio-only people. These are interesting names that either we can acquire through trade or maybe add on waivers, right? Pitching is at a premium right now. Offense has ticked up. That's now over, right? What dead ball? Forget that. It's over. Pitching is very hard to pry away from teams. So, again, we want to be looking at the everything. We're going to be looking in the bargain bin. Let's head on over to the Dollar General, everybody. These are players inside the top 35 in whiff percentage. Again, right, something very important, swing and miss. Blake Snell, I'm going to walk you through it. All these are at twenty over 27.5% whiff, which is excellent. So, Blake Snell, Josiah Gray at the top, both probably similar Good profiles, lots of talent. We've seen a bit more from Snell than we have from Gray, but we've also seen the downside. We've now also seen them both kind of turn the corner a little bit. So if you could add those guys, I think the future is bright for Snell and Gray. Big strikeout stuff's going to be what carries you to the end here. Then is David Peterson for the Mets, who's been excellent. They added that new slider, Hunter Green for the Reds. We've been on him all year. I think you still have to watch him in Cincinnati, but... If you got him, I wouldn't drop him to Jeffrey Springs, who's be back for the IL. I think they were just stretching him out. Tampa Bay, excellent. Look for Springs. You can add Springs, even in kind of keeper leagues. He might be a guy we're looking at in the future. Then to Austin Voth. Had to bet flip crazy. You're going to tweet at me about Stephen Brault. I'm going to put up a graphic with Austin Voth. Now, granted, the usage has been a bit wonky, but the other day, they go five innings. We know he was supposed to be a starter a couple of years ago. There was a little bit to him. He was even produced a couple of years back. I thought he could be a sleeper like three years ago. This is post po 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 post hype. So Washington also really struggling. Patrick Corbin is garbage. They're trying to trade him. Voth could be somebody that steps into a role. I mean, that's how desperate we're getting. But to give you an idea, I am playing deep 15-team fantasy leagues. I'm telling you, I'm in the arena doing all this stuff. Then to Ian Anderson, who has a near 5 ERA, near 1-5 whip, has turned it around as of late. Remember, he's really talented. Kind of guy you could probably buy, you know, the perception of, like, buying high on a buy low, right? Because everything moves in waves. So I think Anderson is good. Mike Clevenger, who looked kind of reborn with 
without the strikeouts. Now starting to get whiffs to Daniel Lynch, prospect for the Royals, and Braxton Garrett for Miami, who has checked a lot of boxes for me. I think he's a legit starter. Over then to the other side. These are pitchers inside the top 50 of ex-Woba, right? So we covered whiff rate, the before contact. Now this is after contact. These are all pitchers with a below 315 expected Woba, which is generally considered good. The top half are below 300, which is excellent. Anybody on both lists is really doing the thing. Tyler Molly, Josiah Gray, right? Josiah Gray now has a 32% whiff, 282 expected Woba last uh, 30 uh, sorry, this is back to June 1st. I'm sorry. I had been going the last 30, but the All-Star break took out a gap. So I went to June 1st. Josiah Gray, really looking good. Remember, he came over in the Max Scherzer deal. You want to get with Gray on, like, keeper teams, totally. If people think it's just all, you know, blip, I would get with him. To Merrill Kelly, who I think is going to be really good rest of season. David Peterson, Justin Steele, Jose Urquidy, another one. A lot of people drop because he stunk so bad. He's pitching tonight. Those season stats will get you in trouble. He's been excellent as of late. To with Josh Winkowski, viable starter on Boston. If he's going to be in the rotation, right, with Sale now down again, Winkowski is going to be worth it to hold for the rest of the season. To Mitch White, Mike Clevenger again, double mention. And Austin Voth, again, double mention. So guys like Clevenger, Clevenger might be hard to pry, but maybe. Austin Voth is definitely available. You know, if you have a roster spot, I know it sounds desperate. I'm not dropping anybody good for him. Let's be, let's be extremely clear. But things are really, really rough right now. Also, some... Players have come back at the break. So if you were holding on to, you know, garbage kind of CIs, third, fourth stringers, then now you could uh, replace. I think you want to do that. So, all right, that's the fantasy end. Tomorrow we'll be doing the same exercise, but for the hitting side, right? And then we're going to put the two of them um, together. And then I just realized that, how about this? How stupid do I feel that um, I, I said at the beginning, it feels like Tuesday, and I just proved how silly I am. It's not Tuesday. This is the Tuesday work on the Friday show. Well, I'm just going to show you how desperate I was to sink my teeth back into it. Friday, we normally do a um, look ahead. Again, there's not really much. I think the most important thing is just keep an eye on those pitching rotations. That's the most important thing. They all weren't posted as of today. So I just feel like a total mook and a total meatball. But the work is good. This is smart stuff. So I guess we'll keep it. Well, I'll be back next week to do the same thing. I would normally follow this with the hitters on Wednesday, put it together, and do the waiver ad on Thursday. God, I feel like such a meatball. Oh, my goodness. I really, for being very smart, I'm also very, very stupid. All right, let's round third and um, score this run. I got our first looks and bets up on the board. Really nice to actually cash a bunch of tickets yesterday. We got first up, Texas and Oakland, F50, 3.5. This one I tweeted about earlier on, just a pure mismatch. My model is screaming, and I, I hate, I don't want to say I hate people that do it, but I don't like when handicappers or analysts just refer to the model. We're betting this because the model is way over. The model is not just over. We're way over. We're running a half over. As whenever we get these, we have to jump on these. In particular, when they're at that three point five, getting to four runs. I'll give you a perfect example. I tweeted about earlier. So, Scherzer is facing you, Darvish, and uh, Morton is facing Corbin Burns or something like that. You know, right? I think it's not those little matchups. Those are at F five oh three point five. This is Spencer Howard and Cole Irvin. You gotta not get hung up on the offenses as much with the pitchers of this bad. It's completely one. First of all, it's realistic. Either one of those guys gives up four runs through five. Look at the game log. I mean, it's just what it is. But to get two of them giving up two through five in a cash, again, Scherzer, Darvish, Morton, Burns, Spencer, Howard, Cole, Irvin. 
Two of these things are not like the other. Two of these things just do not belong. So we know what to do by the time I finish this stupid song. Smash the F503.5 at the regular VIG. Then over to Houston and the money line. I thought this one was a misprice. Houston going off at the money line. Minus 115. I believe... I, again, I haven't really put it in. I don't... Again, I'm not necessarily targeting the reverse engineering of lines. Because I believe, right, the action is based on the public perception, and I've done very well targeting that. However, hard not to think that this line came out based on ERAs. What I what do I mean? So Herzi Akiti, 409, ERA 125 whip. A lot of the earner indicators up above four and a half. Came on a walk 13 and a half, you know, the strike rate, strikeout rate really low, and a lot of the contact metrics kind of trashy. Um, on, on the year 44 hard hit 10% barrel however when I mentioned that you gotta be careful pitchers do th- go through progressions Arcidi has been awesome lately like ace awesome he went 7 and 1 8 and 1 6 and 1 be careful with those stats and on the other side this is really where I think the flaw was in the line making so Marco Gonzalez 3-5 ERA okay so what his FIP is 5, XFIP is 5, Sierra 515, PCRA 493. I, I'm not buying really any of that. I think Mark Gonzalez is not any good. And even though the Mariners' offense has picked up a bit, it's not the Astros' offense. Jordan Alvarez is back. And Mark Gonzalez really struggles against lefties. So I don't know if that's part of it too. The thought being like lefty, lefty, the Astros' bats are left-handed, Tucker and Alvarez. doesn't matter. Marco Gonzalez is really struggling. He's gotten beat up, so I'm not buying that at all. Give me Houston to win this one, minus 115. And then over to the total bases. I didn't want to leave you hanging with the TDB. I, TBD. I do not love Murphy, but I will take it. It's totally validated by all the stats. I think maybe I'm just being a bit of a chicken here. Maybe a bit cowardly, especially he's been batting third. I was like, oh, I was a little worried they're playing at home. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think you got to give me Murphy at plus 125. Again, the ones that I really wanted are just not posted. I want Arizona, and it's not out. I didn't want to leave you hanging. And then Loriano was at a half a base. And then Adamas was at minus money. And those all may end up on the sheet later on. But, again, I'm really trying to focus on these big plus money total base props. I think that's where the success lies. Really trying to hit, you know, plus 125. It's about 25%. Extra return. You just can't mess with that. It's it's awesome pay for the calculus. Again, I kind of wish Oakland was either a heavy uh, dog or at home, you know, uh, or on the road, I should say, trying to guarantee that ninth frame. But I do think we'll get it. I'm sticking to my guns that Howard is trash and those underpinning stats. Murphy not only hitting well right now, the timing is there, but he's got the underpinnings for the fastball and the cutter. So I think we can go ahead with Murphy. Go ahead. Let's pull the trigger on that one. I'm going to I'm gonna hit it when it made the sheet. But then just keep an eye out again. So Texas and Oakland, F5, 3.5. Houston with the win today against the Mariners and Marco. And then over total bases, short Murphy plus 125. And that shall... Do it for the Friday version of the Tuesday version of the Corkstat show. And starring, you know, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper. Man, I swear. 
Oh, how much fun is this show? I'm going to miss you, man. I feel like I, I want to get up tomorrow and rock it and roll it. I'm also, let's do the hitting board. Maybe we'll just pick it up on pick up tomorrow with Wednesday. going to be hard for me to stay off the beat tomorrow. I'm really, really thirsting for this, right? I mean, I was away from something that I really care about and something that I really love, and I fought the urge. I didn't bet on the All-Star game. I didn't really even watch it. I just flicked it here and there. I'm not really concerned. I'm not into it. The Home Run Derby is kind of cool, but I didn't even watch that. I, I was playing Marble Run with my kids. To be honest, you know, we're playing Mario Kart and the Switch, chilling, we were at the zoo and stuff like that. Like, that's, I, I mean it when I say it, you know. And again, I hate to stuff the family stuff down people's throat because, again, it's not for everybody. And I'm not trying to say it's the way. That's not the reason. For me, it is. The real reason is finding fulfillment, okay? That's where I want to be the most important because I know, which is funny, I, <laughs> I have quite a spotted past. <laughs> to, say, to say the very least, but I am a bit of a Disney dad and family guy to the nth degree, and I really hang my hat, and that means a lot to me. It really does. And in fact, that's why I preach a lot of the stuff that I do about being smart, not paying premiums, saving before you jump into a venture, creating separate streams of income because you don't want to have a boss. Right, you want to work for yourself. I measure my own wealth in terms of independence. Best way to do that, figure out how much money you need to survive every month and start saving money in those amount of increments. And then once you get to, you know, I don't know, get to 60 months, I know it sounds like a lot, but that's life, right? What does it mean to you? Do you want to pay $5 for a cup of coffee or you want $5 towards your freedom? I always made the freedom decision before you know it. Like I said, do it, you know, 60 months. You got five years to work on your own plan. Again, there's just a little bit. Boop, 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 boop. We're sticking feathers in the cap before we get out of here for the week. Weekend, a little bit of a program note. Thank you, everybody that tuned in to the NFL live stream. I hope, ah, no, don't roll your eyes, mash your teeth, but we do have football coming up, and I've really sunk my teeth into it. I've got stuff at The Athletic, but we have a live stream once a week here at Mayo Media Net that I didn't do a very good job promoting. It's on the Fantasy Football Picks and Bets playlist. I had Ian Harditz on. I did... Uh, sometimes the thing I do, and I ate the microphone a bit. I haven't had a guest on in a minute. I was, I think I was geeking out because Ian is just so awesome. But if you get through the first 10 minutes or 5 minutes of me rambling, I think the show is really excellent. We covered a ton of information, obviously. right? I was picking his brain and adding my own two bits. All the big off-season moves, just all types of stuff. We really hit it hard. We really hit it hard talking about advanced stats, how to use them, what not to use, how to consume games, what to look for. Obviously, I mean, not say obviously, but it's kind of my thing, really being pragmatic and making the time you spend on me worth it. If you put in a minute into me, I want it to save two minutes for you. And then that way we have this kind of symbiotic relationship where you need me and I need you. And all of a sudden, you know, me and you are best friends till the end. So, okay, Biffles and besties, that'll do it, man. Up against, now the show's 30 minutes. Matt, I'm so sorry. I really am. If it gets too long, hit me in the DMs and tell me I talk too much. And I'll tell you, take a number. I'm just kidding. All right, everybody, we love you much. Make sure you download the Jock Market app. We're going to be in there today. Two slates, 6.40 and 8.10. So if you missed the early one, we're going to have ones for the late slate. Follow me on Twitter. I'll be putting out starting pitch ranks, employee team totals, running the algo, all that good stuff, scores and rankings and all that stuff again. Thanks to Patrick Mayo for allowing me to do this all for you, the Cork Stats crew. Rate, review, and subscribe. Press the cartoon thumb. I'll catch us at the cashier window. Enjoy your games. Enjoy your day when we're done with the book. Enjoy that pay, everybody. And remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck, yo.